good morning, good morning. My name is Ryan Shepard, and you're listening to the R-A-P podcast, or RAP for short, where the R stands for R&B and rap, the A stands for and, and the P stands for politics. See how that works? Uh, today is our first episode, so let me break everything down for you. We, we start off with the three headlines that you need to hear. These are things that you may have been seeing on social media or on the news that you may want a little bit more context context for. Then we get into our the one thing that you need to hear, which is a song or an artist that's bubbling that you just need to hear. And then you end with the one big thing. So I'm going to shut up and let's get into the show. Here are three headlines that you need to hear today. Good morning, good morning, good morning. As I said before, my name is Ryan Shepard, and you're listening to the first episode of The Rap Podcast. Our first segment every morning is what you may have missed. This is where I fill you in and add a little bit of context to some big news stories that you may be seeing floating around your timeline. Now, with the way social media works and how the news works and how everything is available at the touch of a fingertip, I'm not gonna break any news for you. But what I can do is maybe add a little bit of context that you can't get in a 280 character tweet. So let's get into it. The first story comes from the White House. Donald Trump has been banned from just about everything or suspending, depending on how you look at it. Over the weekend, President Donald Trump faced disciplinary action from just about every social media platform known to man. Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and several other platforms joined in. The president started to run into trouble as hundreds of rioters ran into the Capitol on Wednesday after he held a Save America rally in Washington, D.C. While speaking to the crowd, he said, and I quote, we're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and good congressmen and women. Hours later, hundreds of rioters vandalized and burglarized the United States Capitol as federal lawmakers discussed the results of the Electoral College. As the events unfolded, Donald Trump refused to condemn the acts and demand that supporters of his stand down. Instead, he posted a video to Twitter YouTube, and Facebook asking politely that the writers respect police officers while he continued to spread lies about the general election in November. After the video was posted, all three platforms removed it. Twitter then moved to suspend his account for 12 hours before it was permanently suspended this weekend. For a political figure that has relied on Twitter to build his base, this is a major blow. Those who have been harmed marginalized, and negatively impacted by the president's bigoted and discriminatory actions rejoice. Count me in. Meanwhile, some attempted to argue that the president's suspension deviates from the First Amendment. What some fail to realize is that freedom of speech does not protect hate speech, threatening messages, and calls for violence. 
While I rarely agree with Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, I have to agree with her when she says this about the president. In exchange with Senator Warren about Twitter and about uh, Trump violating the terms of service, um, why does that matter? Like, why, of all the things, why, why that? Ask the whistleblower. Ask members of the United States Congress. Ask the people who are prepared to testify about this president's lawlessness and obstruction of justice. Ask the people and the families in El Paso when that shooter admitted in his manifesto that he was influenced by Donald Trump's tweets. Donald Trump has 65 million followers on Twitter. And we have to take seriously the, 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 the weaponization of, of this platform by the president and the need, therefore, of a private corporation to be held accountable to say he has abused the terms and it could result literally in, the, in, the, in, in, in the, a threat to safety of, of human beings who are participating with the process of justice. There is not a part of you civically, constitutionally, that is concerned about the precedent of a private company taking the platform away from the president of the United States or some other elected official. Free speech does not condone or, or, or protect threats to the safety of other human beings. And so that is what we are talking about. Like, let's be really clear about what we're talking about, because this can go into some abstract law school debate. But the reality of it is we're talking about Donald Trump weaponizing Twitter in a way that could result in, in real consequence, including death. And we have to take that seriously. Do you think he puts people's lives in danger when he targets them in tweets? Absolutely. Do you think he knows that? Does it matter? Well, that would, then you, you might as well ask me, do you think he knows that when he sold out the Kurds that they're going to be slaughtered? The right. fact is he did it. The fact is that he is irresponsible. He is erratic. He does not, he is like a two-year-old with a machine gun. Right. He doesn't understand the power of his words or his actions in the way that they will actually impact and could end other human beings lives. So whether he understands it or not, look, he's the president of the United States. I don't actually care whether he understands it. Moving on to our second story of the morning, Apple and Amazon have cut ties with Parler. Continuing discussion of social media platforms and their importance, Amazon and Apple have cut ties with the alt-right platform. Parler, along with the Donald and Gab, came into focus on Wednesday as hundreds of criminals ran into the U.S. Capitol. Jared Holt of the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab found that, and I quote, conspiracy theories, disinformation, and outright lies about the results of the election filled alt-right sites like Parler, the Donald, and Gab following the election. He went on to say, and I quote, there were discussions to do exactly what we saw on Wednesday. This was an idea that was fermenting and spreading and shared approvingly between users in the extremist communities that we've been watching, end quote. In the wake of Wednesday's events, Amazon, Apple, and other major companies have decided to stop servicing Parler. Without the support of Amazon and Apple, Parler can still function but there will be major roadblocks as Apple and Amazon are two of the biggest tech companies in the world. And they're not enemies that you want to have. Now, let's move on to our third and final story. House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn warns of impeachment of President Donald Trump. Yes, there's only a week left of the Trump presidency, 
at least for now. But lawmakers on Capitol Hill are trying to make sure that this is his first and only term. Rep. Jim Clyburn has warned that articles of impeachment could be drawn up 100 days into President-elect Joe Biden's presidency. Now, I already know what you're thinking. Is it possible to impeach a U.S. president as he's finishing his first term or even after he's left office? Legal experts believe it to be a possibility. Now, I know your next question would probably be, what would even be the point? Here's the kicker. If Donald Trump is impeached by both the House and Senate, the Senate could then vote to bar the president from holding any public office for the rest of his natural life. Now, we're still weeks away from this possibility, but it's still something to keep your eye on. We've run through the first three headlines. Now, let's get into something that you should probably be listening to. What you just heard was a song called Bust It. If you're under the age of 30 or you're just tapped in with what's going on in hip hop today, I'm probably not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. If you don't fall into either one of those categories, you may have noticed something dominating your timeline called the Bust It Challenge. The challenge is powered by Erica Banks' new slash old song, came out in June, Bust It. It comes from her self-titled mixtape that was released over the summer. With hundreds of thousands of people joining in on the fun, she has a hit on her hands. Hailing from Dallas, she is signed to a person you may be familiar with named Carl Crawford. Yes, the four-time MLB All-Star who played for the Devil Rays, Red Sox, and Dodgers. Under the direction of Crawford and 1501 Productions, the Dallas native has been making her name known with Busset, Trip Out, and a few other star records that showcase her star power. The one issue she may have is that a social media challenge is starting to sort of outgrow her. At that point, the record may become bigger than the artist. It happens time after time. Ask Reezy Renegade and what happened with the Renegade Challenge. The question remains, how do you avoid that? I would tell you, but I think a music label or a manager may pay me more to share that kind of info or thought process with them directly. With that said, let's move on to the one big thing. What's up, y'all? Today's one big thing comes from the world of music, tech, and health. If you haven't heard, Keisha Cole and Ashanti's versus battle has been postponed yet again. 
The initial battle was set to take place in December, but it was delayed due to a positive COVID-19 test. From there, the two were supposed to reunite on January 9th. However, Swiss Beats, Timbaland, and company decided to push things back yet again due to the Capitol Hill riots and rising COVID-19 cases. Emphasis on the rising COVID-19 cases, y'all. The second postponement has raised concerns from many fans and industry professionals. As the Versus brand has grown, the overall production quality has as well. Also, the artists have gone from competing in two different locations to meeting in one space. This change has raised concerns for many, including myself. Before I criticize anything, I do want to say that I get it. It's phenomenal and it's fantastic to see two of your favorite artists, two legends in one place, performing music, enjoying time together. That goes from John Legend and Alicia Keys to DMX and Snoop Dogg to Jadakiss and Fab. I also get that I'm one writer, and my opinions mean little to nothing to the likes of Apple, Timbaland, and Swizz. With that said, it still bothers me that we're postponing versus battles so that everyone can test negative for the virus and open up the possibility for an in-person battle. The versus brand was built to have two people in separate locations for a reason, y'all. The pandemic has not left. Having people travel for non-essential reasons is still unsafe. In fact, the pandemic has gotten worse since Hit Boy and Boy Wanda got on IG last year. Ten days into the new year, the U.S. has experienced nearly 25,000 deaths due to the coronavirus. Our country resets the record for COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations nearly every day. And on Friday, nearly 300,000 people were hospitalized in the U.S. because of the virus. That equates to three people being hospitalized per second. Things are getting even worse when you consider that the Versus brand and series is powered by black creativity and fanfare. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit the black community as hard, if not harder, than any other community. The CDC reports that black Americans are approximately four times more likely to be hospitalized due to the virus than white Americans, and were three times more likely to die from the virus than white Americans. Like I said, I get it. I want the high quality versus battles like everyone else does. But Sean Garrett and The Dream and Teddy Riley and Babyface battles were just as good. Let's get back to those and let's be safe, y'all. That's enough of me and my thoughts and opinions. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Ryan M. Shepard. That's one word, R-Y-A-N, the letter M as in Mark, Shepard, S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Make sure that you come back every day at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And also check out my other podcast, put in the group chat with my good friends James and Gerald, where we talk about sports and some of the stuff that we talk on here. But until next time, my name is Ryan, and this has been the first episode of The Rap Podcast. Peace.